Welcome, welcome back to the Out of the Berg podcast. Uh, it's your boy, Pete, Chris, Avery. Um, let me ask y'all, like I always ask y'all every week, how have you been? How's your mentals? Y'all good? Uh, my mental destroyed, my week destroyed, my body destroyed. Everything's been destroyed. Um, yeah. That sounds very depressing. <laughs> I toxic. Uh, I'm just this whole week. I, I already told y'all basically this whole week, except for I think Wednesday and today, I've been like overloaded with a lot of stuff for my class. So I just been doing a lot. Had to do some other stuff for some like I had to pay for my other. For two classes, I need to take three. I need I need to pay for a third one rather. Um, for in this fall, don't pay and shit right now. That, what'd All you say? Of, oh wait, I forgot for recording. Yeah, don't pay anything right now. Um, it looks like we might be forgiven at least. Um, at least about ten k. No, that's the the rumor right now that's floating around at the White House. Um, it's probably going to be a little bit lower, probably around five. <laughs> if we're being entirely honest, wait, ten k for what though? For for class, uh, where there there's a rumor floating around that we're going to get some student loan um, forgiveness, um, at least for public institutions. Anybody who went to a state-led school should um, be re- should be receiving around 10k off, um, thanks to the current administration. Oh no, this wasn't this wasn't for uh, this wasn't for my student loan though. I, I I had to pay for a couple of the classes I was taking for. Um, for my master's degree. Gotcha. And uh, <laughs> that was painful. So financially, uh, I, I felt pain. Mentally, I felt pain. And leaning over all week, my back has started to bother me some. So physically, I also feel pain. Hey, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to advise when you can, just get some rest, brother. Yeah, I got uh, Apparently, got one more hard week after this one. And then <laughs> I guess I get a week and a half off and before my next class. Yeah, bro, you need you need to get some rest because it's that's that's a lot, bro. Yeah, I'm it's tired, Peter. Life. I've been fighting all my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I was gonna say it though. <laughs> <laughs> I was messing with you, Chris. But yeah, um, have anything? How you how you been, bro? I'm in good. Still eating a lot. I'm a slow eater. Anyway, everything's good. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've had a very productive week. Um, uh, you know, working on something. Um, in the next coming months is going to be a lot going on for me personally. Uh, I got to you know figure out and you know. Make moves, but it's a lot positive. Um, like I said, the past like two, three weeks, not like Chris, where I'm like tired, uh, like physically, I was just tired mentally. <laughs> I wasn't always there, uh, <laughs> but um, things are getting better. Uh, got a lot of going, like I said, a lot going on for me for the next couple of months, so I'm trying to figure everything out, and yeah, yeah, things are looking up, so yeah, things are looking up. Well, I'm glad one of us, you know, is looking. It's looking up, you know. Carry on for me, Peter. 
<laughs> and Chris, we are gonna make sure you get some rest, man. That's 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 my goal. Chris, get some rest. <laughs> Chris needs a lot of things right now. <laughs> yeah, but you know, speaking of rest, I wish this dude would have rested his mouth or his Twitter fingers uh, <laughs> in 2020 because he said a lot of dumb things. Speaking of uh, Terry Crews, Terry Crews, Terry Crews, y'all. <laughs> so he recently apologized for uh, his comments on the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I think he said something to the effect of uh, we can't defeat white supremacy with black supremacy and something to say that it diminishes like we need white like, people. Like he said, when let, let's not make black lives matter, white lives don't matter because that becomes black supremacy. Something, something along those lines. So, something something that, that sounded really tone deaf. It was just like, yo, where does where does where did that even come from? <laughs> you you yeah. come, you like like we we trying to stir this we trying to stir this you know straight up the middle. He's coming out all the way left field. Like where 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 you coming from, buddy? That was that was not the conversation that everyone else was having. He's yeah, like, well, I'm the- just telling you to make sure that you don't do this. Like, no, that that wasn't the conversation we were having at all. In the midst of the George Floyd thing. Very insensitive, very foolish. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect Terry Crews, but just during that time, we don't want to hear that B. Okay. Um, so you know, he he's he he said he, he recently went on um who's the dude's name? The light skinned guy, uh, South Africa. Well, uh Trevor Noah. Went on Trevor Noah's uh show and apologized for his comments, which he needed to. And it it was very sincere and it was very grown man of him to do that. I like that he did that um, because every black person, we don't have to agree. Like, you know, because so, people be like, oh, Peter, you always support Dr. Umar. I don't agree with that guy all the time. I agree with some points and never really his conclusions, but some of his points can be spot on and you can disagree with somebody that's black. I, I, we want to put it out there. Being black is not a monolith. You can disagree yeah, and have yeah. different opinions. But when you say an opinion that's tone deaf and can harm our people in the midst, in the middle of a black man getting, sh- getting killed in public by police, you need to be held accountable for, for you know, you know, for for you know being so uninformed. Well, I don't even know what to what to say, but just trying to be this or philosopher. I, I don't know, Chris. I don't know what he was. Yeah, no, to and uh, you're 100 right. Like like you were saying earlier, and we've we've already talked about like our takes on Doctor Umar before. And I grant that I haven't watched him actually since <laughs> since uh, we had that long conversation about him because you know I just I don't I don't really. Go on my way to look at him that much. Maybe I'll maybe, maybe I'll go back and look at it, and I'll decide I'm you know 100 with Doctor Umar now. I don't know, <laughs> but for me, um, I, not to not to not to cut you off. But for me, he's just funny as hell. He, the way he talks, mm-hmm. very. It boon. It felt like he a Boondocks character. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong there, but uh, go keep keep people on. Uh. What was I saying? Fuck, I took you off your shit. Um, you were saying something about um, 
about you not agreeing with Dr. Umar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, don't necessarily agree with him. We're not a monolith. Uh, but he never says nothing necessarily harmful. That makes sense. Why you might not disagree with what he says is never truthfully harmful. And what Ted Cruz says, <laughs> I honestly started like riots. <laughs> honestly, talking about black supremacy. Do you know how scared that would like how that would trigger like the masses that already think something like like that's trying to happen? And then it comes from a black man. Oh my gosh, bro! Like that—that's all they need. That's lit. They, everyone who's looking for a trigger, that's all they need, man. They just need yes, one. Man. Like, say, listen, listen. There, there's, there's the one that was trying to tell you the truth. There, see, and they're yeah, just going to try to run with. It. It, it's it's it just it seems very tone deaf. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's not reading the room properly. Like, it feels like, hey, well, we're all black. And we shouldn't be coming hard at the white people. If we keep coming hard at the white people, that equals black supremacy. And I'm like, in what world? If you're trying to be equal to somebody, how is that black supremacy? To Chris's point earlier, um, <laughs> during uh, the civil rights movement in 1964, where you know Martin Luther King took the stage in DC um, during the Million Man March and all the riots and stuff that was happening earlier during the time, um, Hoover was the first one to write to the freedom president at the time and basically told him, um, we cannot have another, uh, another Martin <laughs> coming through um, in his little letter. So it just tells you how scared they were during the time and all these other things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's and and when they see a Terry Crews character who has influence, who's a big guy, he's a very strong, big, affluent, masculine dude, they're gonna be like, see now? Like you said, Chris, they're gonna like, you know, and when they can get one of us to co-sign something that to benefit them. That's all they need. And anybody who's looking for that trouble, that's all they need, man. They just need one. So I, I'm glad he uh, he held himself accountable and, and apologized to the people, to just to everybody, every black person. So Terry Crews, I, I, I'll give you your flowers for being accountable. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the things you think in your head, you shouldn't tweet. <laughs> I can't forgive him for what he said, but I'm still going to keep like an eye on him because like even even what he was saying like in his apology like he said it was kind of like his thing his need for approval and he's mentioned that before and i think even before that 2020 stuff but he still uh he still you know went ahead and you know kind of acted on his need for approval and grant granted like he's in he's he's able to go back in hindsight like yeah you know what i said that wasn't actually like what I should have been saying, I just I just wanted to feel like I was being accepted. And also, it's kind of like you, you have to like look there and like, who are you being accepted by? Who you know are what? you craving acceptance from? Because it wasn't from us. It, you know what it is? It's that black kid that grew up that was told when he wanted to do something outside of being black, he wasn't black enough or this, that. That's what I think that's coming from. To me, if you ask me. Because, like, it don't make sense for you to... Why are you saying... You're just trying to counter and say, hey, hey, guys, let's not do this. Like, 
and it's not benefiting. It just comes off as a guy that like, hey, I was different from all black folks. I want us to think on another level of like, hey, let's not be, you know, let's all be accepting of everyone and let's not bash them too much. Because I saw him say something about black on black crime and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's a problem. But like, dude, that's two separate issues, two separate things. And if we look deep into black on black crime, we know where and like drugs and all that. Black people, I somehow know, we don't put guns into to, to the, uh, in the communities. We don't, you know, liquor stores aren't there because of us. We try to get loans and other things and they deny us. So I don't know, maybe it's the people that you want to satisfy or you want to make white people feel comfortable. And that's mm-hmm. my problem. Stop trying to make white people feel comfortable. Let them be accountable for their stuff and we can move on from that. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's, you know, my take on the Terry Crews thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just, I'm with you, Chris. I, I don't, I'm going to keep my eye on him still. Yeah. Yeah, forgive me, but we're going to keep an eye on you, boy. Because again, that, that I, I, I don't, I don't feel like his, his apology wasn't, was uh like, I don't, I don't feel like he had any malicious intent in it. I don't feel like he, and, and I rather, I do feel like he honestly meant like his apology, sure. And that's all good and fine. But, how likely is he to fall back on that behavior? Because you can apologize and really mean something, but then because of whatever whatever need you have or whatever feeling you need, you, have, you feel like, hey, I'm going to do this again. Like, you know, like uh, that kid that does bad things for attention. Like, you know, you're doing something wrong, but you do it just because you felt like you have to. Yeah, and he, 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 did, a, he did a series of stuff, boy. When he did the whole... The acronym for Coon. Mm-hmm. I forgot what he what the acronym yeah, was. Yeah, I forget what it was. Too. I forget mm-hmm. what it was, but I was like, yo, dog. Come on, man. We're not doing that. We're not do- I don't even like that they're calling you that. Don't make an acronym of that. I don't even like that they're calling you that. Don't even try to make a positive out of that stupid ter- out of that term. So yeah, Terry. Be careful, man. Just be careful. Be mindful of what you say. You know what I'm saying? Especially with us. But speaking of being mindful and um, like in the style, man, um, she did an interview with Gail King. Uh, Chris, you watched it. Well, hey, you want to go or should Chris go first? Hey. Um... I could really go with either or. Um, I thought the I didn't watch all of the interview. I only saw like a promo of it because I just refused to watch um, specific stories by this particular reporter. Um, I don't have a um, a fondness for her, if you could probably tell. Um, I think she is a little bit um, dismissive when she does interviews, especially with um, colored folks and people of color. So when um, it comes to Megan's case, I thought it was a little bit phony, but I also thought Megan was trying to pull for a sympathy, sympathy card going on here. So um, I was just like really turned off by the whole, you know, arrangement. And I um, and just, you know, thinking strategically for um, Megan's like career or whatnot. I'm like, I could see how this helped her with PR or whatnot. But it's um, 
it's just like it, it's it's too late, you know. It's been two years, roughly, since you know the whole incident happened. Um, she took a small break, but then she also went on tour for like a year and a half, basically, you know, selling out, coming out with new music, creating new content. So it's just, um, I feel like the the ship has sailed. But um, if she's trying to pull the card, maybe it works for a handful of people, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see what happens in the next couple months. Yeah, crazy to go. Yeah, no, and. To a degree, I think I agree with Avery. Um, I, I well, at this, what well, I mean, like, I definitely can understand her getting emotional, like you know, towards this. But like, if anything's gonna be done with this, it doesn't necessarily have to be in an interview, let alone with Gail King. But um, you know, in the court of law, which I do think they're actually still like going to be a part of. And honestly, I don't really know actually how they're gonna you know do that because you know, like, if you're gonna be you know, like for a jury anyway, right? Because yep. like if, you, if you're going to be a jury, you can't have heard of the case already. So I don't know how they're going to get like a jury of their peers who hasn't already heard of this case already. Because it's been going on for two years and it's like been very, you know, like everywhere. It's still, so, even though it's died down a lot, it's still somewhat of a relevant topic. Like we're talking about it and people don't have to Google this because they already know. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, is that all? No, I mean, like, not not only that, also, it's kind of like, um, and kind of like Avery, like, I didn't see the whole interview, per se, but I only saw, like, parts and pieces that I saw uh, from just, a, like, a 10-minute clip on YouTube. I'm not sure how long the whole interview was, but from what I could see, um, at least from just, and, and from, like, her tone of voice, there was no... There was no type of uh, emotion in Gail's voice at all, except for when she was trying to um, when she was trying to see if they were uh, in a relationship or not. And to which uh, Megan replied, they were just good friends and that they kind of like became friends because they had both lost their mothers, to which Gail didn't really seem to believe when to be honest i don't know if that's true either not because you know again like she could it could be true could be not could be more to that i again i don't know but you know i don't really feel like that's something you necessarily need to pry into uh, yeah um oh also the uh the uh the uh bullet fragments there still on her feet so i feel like that uh also kind of you know Sway Jerry's too, because that that that's also like you know open and out there too. And again, I don't know how they're not gonna or how they're actually gonna get anything for this. That's not that hasn't been exposed to public. Yeah, as far um, yeah, I mean to me, right? I for me, I just feel for when I when I saw Megan and I I watched the majority of it because uh, a lot of it was hard to watch. I don't like to look, I, I really hate seeing a woman talk about someone or someone, and I have to say allegedly, someone allegedly harming them. Because what she said about what Tori did, it, mm-hmm. if it's dog, if this is true, bro, you need to be under the fucking jail. Yeah, if it's true, he's a he's a monster. He and I think I saw too where it said he might be facing up to like 25 years. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I, I think he deserves it though if, if he actually did that, and honestly, maybe more because he—that's crazy. He actually crazy person for doing that. Because what she said was that she got out the car. There was an argument. Well, we don't know the details of that. Mm-hmm. 
he was mad. He came out the car window and say, dance, dance, bitch. And then was yeah. shooting the, the, the fucking floor. I, and we just talked about it kind of like last week, too. You don't play with guns like that. It's not a game. She talked, you know, like we talked about Black Chinese, like gun up to uh, what's his name, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And to me, like, she's lucky that was like a flesh wound. Mm-hmm. That it didn't even, because it didn't go inside. I don't think, like, it didn't go inside her uh, foot. Like, no, I think it does have fragments in her feet, though. Yeah, yeah. But I think it, gra- yeah, because it grazed her, the fragments, you know, a bullet's hot as fuck. Yeah. I think yeah, the fragments all <laughs> went into her foot. And, just seeing her talk about it, it, it that that got me less. I didn't really watch all of it, but uh, to Gail King and just to Megan, I feel like she shouldn't have did the interview just because I feel like two things. Gail King's not the best with black people in interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, look at R. Kelly. That's all I say. And it just seems like she's not looking out for Megan because a lot of the questions seem like, like you said, Chris. She wanted to know the BS, like, yeah. Oh, we're in a relationship. We are sexual, and then she's like, like she's over here crying about like the loss of her mother and the trauma that she's reliving of uh, you know getting shot in the foot, and and uh, she's talking about well, were you guys actually in a relationship or how was that? I'm just like, you're actually wild for that right now. She's 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 like crying. <laughs> you asking if she's in a relationship with him. Or she yeah, wasn't so, with him. Yeah, so um, you know, a lot of information was put out in that interview that I just feel like, you know, I think with Meg right now, and I also think it with the homeboy on the other side, Tori, they're really battling the perception on what they want to do is garner, especially with Tori, not necessarily Meg, mm-hmm. public opinion. The court of public opinion. They want that to sway what goes on in the court and the, with the jurors and shit. I think that's what they want to do. Because Tory was coming out with, there was a report that his DNA was inconclusive. He insinuated, and this stuff, I talked with my brother about this, and I didn't talk with the FBA chat about, well, somebody was talking about it, and I ignored it. Because I just, Tory tweeted that he was, he basically said he was fucking or smashing both of them. And that's why she mad. And how she get the bullet fragments in her feet, though? He's probably insinuating that the other girl shot Meg. I think that's his reasoning for the tweet. Because I think uh, a message... See, I think- that, that was the reason that turned me... I didn't mean to interrupt you there. But that, that was the one of the things that bothered me so much about this case. Like, she says he shot him. He says the other girl shot him. And the other girl just said she don't like Meg no more. And here's a here's another thing. Pharrell, Tori's not even saying she shot her. Tori's just saying, I didn't do it. I don't know. He's just playing, I don't I, I, I just fucked Yeah, but her. but by doing that, it's it's pointing towards the other girl, right? It's it's a it's alluding to that. But you know, you know, because the bodyguard's kind of out of this this whole scenario. Nobody's even mentioned him except for him being there. No, no, no one, no one is. But he's like you said, Chris, insinuating it's the other girl, right? And and just to me, both of them playing this um, 
the court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like with the R. Kelly shit where you saw the documentary had a lot to do with investigations being open on him and then boom, he get hit with all these charges. So if the doc never came out and the public didn't do an outcry with R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? So it's like they're trying to battle that. And with him more than her, he needs that more than she does. So I feel like she shouldn't even, but because people are talking shit about her on grown ass men, Grown ass fucking men are making fun of her for getting sh- and saying she lying and, and taking up for this guy when they don't even know. Yo, Megan is lying and she a bitch. She did the- As a grown ass man, this why do y'all like why are you like attacking show? Like I just I see that and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I when, when I when I first like learned like dudes was attacking her for all this, I had no idea. <laughs> It's that neck beard energy. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Yeah, you're good. You're good, bro. Cause that that that's facts. That is some neck beard type stuff. <laughs> neck beards, a neck beard will find anything to attack. Exactly. Yeah. Talk about white knighting. I'm like, nah, it's just being a decent human being. Like, come the fuck on, people. Right. It's just like, oh, she got shot. Uh, she could she 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 probably walked it off. Look how big she is. It's just like, bro, you can shoot your kill O'Neill. He's gonna fill that bullet. I promise you. <laughs> he's gonna feel that bullet. That nigga got a big ass foot. You know, he's gonna feel that shit. But yeah, yeah like some cars because he's so big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's saying something. Like, God damn. I'm sorry. I'm, no, you uh, good. Are you good? You good, man. But like I said, just to see grown men, and that's what Tori's trying to do. He's trying to get, he's trying to create gray area, you know, he's trying to create that like public opinion thing of like, oh, she lying, this, that, and the third. But I feel like if I'm to- if I'm Megan's team, tell her to just log off IG and put it out there on court in the courtroom because yeah, what what people don't really know about this case, right? Now and I'm, and I'm a, all these stupid ass men that keep caping for Tory. Megan is not filing charges against him. Mm-hmm. Megan is a victim. She's not filing charges against this dude. L.A. County. Is filing charges. That means they have evidence to back up that he shot her. Grown ass men. Wait, not- did was did the people not the people not know how this case was even? Oh, I guess it's the internet. Okay, so never mind. That's crazy. People I mean, it's not crazy, but it's- is filing charges and shit. She. <laughs> it's the it's the he's going against Los Angeles. In the county of LA. And Megan is just a victim in the case, saying mm-hmm. her side. Right. So if you have an issue, go to the to Ace, go to LA, the county of LA, and say, hey, this <laughs> and you know, and you know what? The re- you know why this is even a fucking case? Mm. Because they found a hot gun yeah. in the car and it was his. Mm-hmm. So you grown ass men, why don't you tell Tory nigga? Why did you have a gun in the fucking car? And they already have him. They already have him on that too now, right? But it's just yes. a case of it's the additional uh, since since there was a additional case since there was a victim, and the additional case since I guess he he violated something else too, but I can't remember. Yeah, the reason why they filed a case 
And there wouldn't even be a case because Megan actually said it was glass. The reason why they found the case is because they found bullet fragments in her foot. They have message, they have phone calls that he did from fucking, they have actual phone calls where he's, where he's like saying, oh, I'm sorry. And they have text messages. Mm-hmm. So grown ass men, stop attacking Megan. Yeah, and Friar, who's trying to hide stuff out there, the police can't find you if they need to. Your phone record, your, your phone company is your biggest niche out here. Just remember that. They they know everything you do on your phone. Use any type of VPN you want. You got that phone log or whatever, they got you. They got so, you. So, listen, I'm not taking a side. May, listen, they're, they're saying inconclusive DNA or whatever on the gun, and he's trying to create this environment of gray area. Listen, I'm going to let the court system do their job. I'm not going to take a side. If anything, I'm going to side with a woman, that the, the victim. Because at the end of the day, she still got shot. Yeah, because it, it just it just doesn't make sense how 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 else the the bullets, you know, like bullet fragments went up in her feet. Like, what's she doing? Stomping on them? Like, that don't make no sense. Yeah, so... No, shout out to Meg. Shout out to all the females that, you know, have to go through abuse and they don't have real men to listen to them. Kill your fucking toxic. Listen, I know Future came out with an album today, but kill that ego, man. Oh, did he? It came out today? Yeah, I don't listen to Future because he he promotes a lot of these. A lot of these men listen to this stuff and feel like, (sighs) I'm sorry. Sorry if I'm coming at, you know, the brothers, but I have to when it comes to black women because... Lord have mercy. But speaking of, um, you know, big things happening and, you know, you know, stories. Uh, Elon Musk buys Twitter. What do you think of what do you think of him buying Twitter? And what do you think of the next thing of uh, what he allegedly? Well, I don't know if it's a real tweet, but he allegedly said he wants to uh, buy Coca-Cola and put cocaine back in it. And Pusha T retweeted that. Elon Musk is a uh, is a troll <laughs> to the highest degree. He's part of the reason why some of these uh, some of these cryptocurrencies have like the super high spikes and then the super crazy dips. He knows what he's doing. When he did that, Coca Cola probably spiked up in in stock. They didn't. Did oh, they? I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm just shaking. No, I'm not. I'm just shaking my head because I just remembered how much money he cost me. Uh, with with what he did with the cryptos, yeah, no, but like he, he, his his words, be they you know like him trying to be funny or whatever, hold a unreasonable amount of weight to a degree. I'm not even sure because like people be like, well, he's so smart, he's so this that and the other. And to be honest, I'm not even sure he's actually like the you know like the genius behind all the stuff that happens as a, as much as he is like the. Um, owner of it and he might put like an idea on paper and then he hires people to d- go do it which in respect does take talent it does take you know the ability to come up with the create the ability to have the creativity to think of such an idea but is he the actual scientist engineer uh you know mechanic whoever you need to uh Put all these moving pieces together. Is he is he actually part of that process in any way, shape, or form? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, it, if he truly was, he might have known that window. He threw that. Uh, he had that guy throw that uh, 
hardball at. You remember when he had that uh, that truck? He he would know it wasn't unbreakable. Yeah, I mean, Elon Musk. He's very powerful. I like you said he he don't cost me some money. Yeah, with his with his with his actions. So, but I think he, he a lot of people when they have the power and they have the personality, they can just play with anything and like. At first, I thought this was, I thought he was trolling when he said he was going to buy Twitter. I didn't believe it. I thought I he was He was trolling at first, and then people were like, he won't. And he was like, okay, bet. <laughs> and he bought it for $44 billion. So, like, Jesus Christ. Because, like, why, yeah. why, would he buy, why would he buy, like, nine? He, he bought the stock in it. And he's like, actually, you know what? I'm going to just buy the whole company. Basically. Like, I don't think people realize how big a, million, a billion dollars is. It's you know, it's not even real money at some point. It's just all fictional. So they're just moving shit around until it makes sense to them. Yeah, literally. And he put up forty four of them, forty four billion. Blows my mind. That's bigger than the budget of um, the World Food Program. Like they just got cleared for ten billion, which is more than their budget for last year, which was nine billion. And they have no idea how they're going to like manage all that. They're literally doing. They literally have economists in the back trying to crunch the numbers and shit, <laughs> but they don't understand. It's it's a lot of money. You get what I'm saying? I feel you on that. For mm-hmm. you, Big Ave. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, right now with just shit. Yeah, Elon Musk, man. He's he's a different breed. Like I I saw I was like googling a lot of his like you know, uh, just to figure out what you know how he amassed as well at first i think what i looked at and what i saw like he built his own tech company it companies and he just kept you know building them up selling them to different companies and they but he was up born rich up. though he yeah born, yeah, yeah he, 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 he comes stuff. from a wealthy family uh, <laughs> i mean yeah that i mean obviously that helps but you can come from a rich family and still fuck up money he he True. I mean, you got the Trumps though, who can bail you out. But uh, yeah. Yeah. but he he really said we come for money. I don't make us have money, 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 money. And you know, he credit to him. Yeah, no, he he <laughs> understands the 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 cult, the era we're living in. He's deep into that zeitgeist of, <laughs> of the world right now, and he is he's thriving. He knows what he's doing clearly. Money. That's how much money he got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like uh, like my brother Jay Z would say, "My brother alone." My brother alone. Elon Musk, if you hear me, give out of the Berg podcast some money. You know, you know, so we can you know have some infrastructure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there, Elon Musk. If you're hearing this, you know, just give us some money. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll triple oh, that for you. Us, he gives us a penny each. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Elon Musk is out here doing his thing. Um, this is the last topic. Yeah, this is the last topic of the day, and this is kind of. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't have much news this week for people, and we probably should have asked questions. I should have did that earlier this week or something, because, uh yeah, did a bad job. But um, there was an old um, Boosie interview that um somebody reenacted. I forgot her name, man. She was just spot on with it. <laughs> So it begged me to ask it because Boosie was very animated. He was like, ain't nobody seen R. R. Kelly in the versus battle. Prince can't see him. MJ, Stevie Wonder. So I wanted to ask, 
like Mons, is R. Kelly really like that? Could he beat Michael Jackson? Could he beat Prince? Could he beat Stevie Wonder? And if not, who would you like to see? Well, we can't see it because it'll be from jail. And we probably won't see it at all. At all, but who would be a good contender for R. Kelly? Uh, I'm sure R. Kelly would have probably been a fun versus, but um, Michael Jackson would crush him. French would probably crush him as well. And Stevie Wonder has been probably featured in part of so many different songs. <laughs> and it's still being played today, even probably like people are probably still sampling his stuff. So I don't even understand how that's even a comparable thing to say, to be honest with you. Don't get me wrong, because R. Kelly got a lot of stuff. If you put up his top 20 verses, anybody's top 20, I'm sure it'd be a decent battle, but I don't see I don't see him going against those three that, that was named like that. Not like that. And maybe it's my bias. And again, I don't even I don't I don't at least not on top of my head. I can't I can't think of I can't think of 20 names of Prince's songs. I know Prince songs, but we never listened to them as much as we did, you know, Michael Jackson or Stevie. But there's a solid 10, 12, I could think of that would give R. Kelly, I think, a pretty hard time, I think. Yeah. Um, just to piggyback off you. I'm going to go, okay, in a worldwide scheme of things, you're not seeing any of these three, period. Period. But me personally, he not, Michael Jackson watches R. Kelly. Michael Jackson, I, honestly. It's not even the conversation, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody that could go up against Michael Jackson just off of his aura. Alone. Casually. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the only person that could go against Michael Jackson is probably Prince, only because they were rivals and like that'd be were, a fun versus. They were like, um, how do I say it? Their personalities were very like, um, they were like, you felt like, they were, yeah, like the, their aura is just like pr- Prince. Because Michael Jackson is almost like I'm this pure innocence, <laughs> and Prince is just like sexuality on explosion you know yeah P- prince was definitely yeah prince was another one yeah he he's definitely one of those um but yeah pr- um so i'd say for me personally michael jackson will wash r kelly it's not even a conversation however with prince i was a bigger r kelly guy growing up um and prince wasn't played as much as r kelly or even michael jackson so I mean I know more R. Kelly records to heart. So I, but then I got into Prince. Ah, honestly, I probably still put my money. Yeah, I'm gonna still put my money on Prince. Prince, yeah. Um, I'm gonna still put money on Prince. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I still put money on Prince. But that that it's not as decisive as MJ and Stevie Wonder. First of all, I don't make no fucking Stevie Wonder and R. Kelly don't make no fucking sense. That, that shouldn't even be a thought. Just because they're so like. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna be saying, my Sherry Amore. And then this guy gonna be like, sex me. Like, let's. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, no. <laughs> like it's two different what... vibes completely. Yeah, like... But in a weird way. Uh, this guy gonna be saying that girl seems to... But then I guess in a sense it'd also be like that for Michael Jackson and uh Prince too. Well, it depends because MJ has some by, by the pure vibe of it, though, because oh, okay. Michael Jackson be like, he's he's uh oh he's he you know literally on the right end. Prince would be here on the left. Like they they're not they they're while the crowds were similar, they were definitely like like for a different like while they were they while they were for the same audience, they were for different audiences. If that makes sense, yeah. Pr- Prince was more edgier. Yes. Then Michael at times was because you know bad. They were supposed to do bad together. Mm-hmm. It was supposed enough. That's that been interesting, huh? So it would been interesting. Yeah. So MJ, he, he he wanted to get that edgier stuff, but Prince was like, "Boy, you not like that. I ain't coming on this record with you." <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's all hear that story. I laugh. But um, yeah, I think yeah, you're right. It's Prince and MJ would still be good. But Prince is a little edgier with his. Um, but it would still work though, because they were actually like rivals yeah, in part of the same worked. time period. You know, it like, still worked. So. It still worked. But um, honestly, the only nigga, if we being real, like let's just focus on like, because I'm gonna go to the second part of the question. R. Kelly, if it's just R and B, there's only realistically one or two people that could go up against him. It's only Usher and Chris Brown. That's it. And Chris Brown, if I what think about, 20... Uh, what about Neo? Because, you know, Neo done wrote for a whole bunch okay. of people. Neo, because he wrote for people... Oh, they both wrote for people, though. R. Kelly wrote for Martha. Ooh. Honestly, that would be interesting, too, because both of them... So, I'll, yeah, I'll throw Neo in there, too. I'll give you that. I'll throw Neo just because of the pen. But it counts. That does count. Yeah. So, but if you ask me, twenty Chris Brown songs versus twenty R. Kelly songs, I'm not gonna say R. Kelly will mop him. I just don't see Chris Brown winning. Whatever. Yeah. I just don't see. And then if you say twenty, not twenty Usher songs versus twenty. But you got. Well, hold on. You got to remember though. For verses, it's also kind of like a performance. That changes. Okay, if you say that, that changes the whole dynamic. That's that's it because like Chris Brown is known to be like a, you know, phenomenal. Like they say, he's Michael Jackson. I don't agree. Mm-hmm. Well, I do not agree. No, I but I understand. Like this, I, I understand he's the comparison. He's, a, he's I, a very talented performer as he's like live performing. Yeah, he does twenty backflips and sweat. I'm up on beat. Sweat. I'm up. No, I've seen him before. I'm up over sweat. <laughs> not like it's different because I've seen I've watched Chris well I haven't watched him in person a lot but I've watched him his performances as a dancer and I watch Usher Usher will be like and then Chris will be like and then you do a 20 backflips you'll be seeing that you sweat I'm like damn that's a whole workout B <laughs> but um when you when you add that then Chris Brown has a better shot at, but also R. Kelly is a good performer too. He just he performs very um. It's, it's, 
very OD with his performance, whether it's a female record or like it's, I, I believe, you've seen him perform I Believe I Can Fly on stage before? Mm-hmm. Okay. On YouTube. Okay. Ah, yeah, you t- <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I think Chris or Usher would have a better shot at our kill. I think more or less Usher, if we talk in catalog. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they could beat our Kelly. Usher's the only one I maybe, but I don't know. Our Kelly, now, even though he's a creep, our Kelly got some mean cattle and the features too. They mean. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe it's just me then, because I don't know. Like everything he's, after after you put into context, context is big for me. Uh, it it kind of kills a lot of that stuff. I, I get it. It, it it killed it killed. Remember when we did the list? I put R. Kelly like at four or three. Mm-hmm. If he if if it wasn't for this BS, it probably one or two, maybe one. Because as a kid, he was like my favorite R and B artist. But I get what you're at, you know. So I mean, be real. when's the last time R. Kelly's ever been on stage? You compare that to Chris, who's probably at his like not prime, but he's still pretty up there. Still pretty up there. Yeah, R. R. Kelly, even when, even when he was out, I mean, he didn't have... I'll, I'll give you this. R. Kelly after... I forgot what after what I... But, like, last decade, he didn't have that... He didn't have a, a real hit. All his hits is from the 2000s and the 90s. So, I mean... I guess Chris will have the edge there. I, I, but... I don't know. I think... So you would take so Chris, would you take both of them over R. Kelly? Mm, maybe Usher. If if I'm just being sub, if I'm just you know trying not to take it into context, maybe maybe I still take Usher over him. Maybe not Chris though. Yeah, I, Chris one Chris is hard to because you take into account the performance, then you, yeah. But I don't know if his twenty don't seem as mean. That's R. Kelly's 20. No, but that, that 20 would, you know, might come up different when you see him hit like, you know, a flip or something. Exactly. And it'll change the tide of it. It'll change it'll change the momentum. So like that I'll give him. And I I says 20 is just gonna be. I, I seen Usher live in like with my eyes. So like I says 20, I know is elite. So I think he's the only one that I think maybe, but R. Kelly, R. Kelly had a R. Kelly's run was different, man. <laughs> he was different, man. So I mean, yeah, I think I agree with you, Chris. It's R. R. is the only one, maybe. And if you take into account writing, I agree with you, Neo. Neo, but that's about it. I mean, all the other R&B dudes, you know, they can take a backseat. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, uh, I. Yeah, me and Gerard, I think I told you we saw um Maxwell, yeah, uh, Joe and Anthony Hamilton. RB shows are, are lit, man. They're lit. I believe it. I believe it. So yeah, we we gonna Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we gonna definitely, you know, show love to the RB cats. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Boosie, yeah, we don't we don't co-sign beating Michael Jackson, Prince, or Stevie Wonder. Those are like levels. Yeah, to be honest, it doesn't even make sense why that was uh, 
why why he thought that was even comparable. I mean, granted, I don't know. I, again, he was talking about you know nobody grew up the same way, so I don't <laughs> I don't I don't exactly know what he was getting at by why he was saying that because I know some people who grown up in some real rough areas and had you know dirt road type stuff and you know all this other type of stuff love 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 prince can't tell them nothing about no prince love 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 michael jackson can't tell them nothing about no michael jackson but you see the I'm, most I'm, hood you see the most hood dude yeah like yo i love michael jackson man and when he did the shit with the glove and like mm-hmm. hey you a crip the hell mm-hmm. well yeah i agree with you there chris um i think with boosie if you look at his personality, it makes sense. It yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, we don't yeah. we don't need to get into how his personality is. It's very fun. He's kind of and, and honestly, all that all that stuff he said, it could have just really meant like R. Kelly is just one of his favorite perform or favorite singers, and he just don't have nobody above him. And he was just going, but he had to go around by way of saying that because that would have portrayed his masculinity in some type of way that he didn't want to portray that yeah. problem. If if you look okay, if you look at like, and I'll, I'll I'll say this about what he said right about how people grew up. R. Kelly, he was never like um, he was mainstream, but he wasn't promoted like how a uh, Usher Chris Brown is like a mainstream trying to hit white folks and every like trying to hit certain bases. R. Mm-hmm. Kelly, although he did hit those bases because he just made great music. His focus was on, he, like sometimes, like when people mention like artists that like um, R&B artists that were like embraced hip hop, he should be one because like he was like a nigga, like you know how like Jodeci was, mm-hmm. he was the edgy hood guy talking about, he was extra with it, but like talking about R&B and making love, and you know Jodeci was doing that too, and he did it kind of on steroids. So I think that's what. Boosie is like referring to because he also he remixed a lot of hip hop, right? Like his hip hop, that's why I say he like his heart fit because he did a lot of like hip hop songs mm-hmm. and remixes. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. I carry I carry hip hop back different too, so that's why I think where Boosie's rationale comes from. If you think about it, I should do that many features. Can't, no, not like that. Yeah, like, I can't. The only one I can think of is I Need a Girl. Like, that's the only one I can really think of off the top of my head right now. Yeah. But R. Kelly was always doing something with a rapper. Like, he'd do a record with Jeezy, he'd do a record with, shoot, every rapper Jay Z, Nas, everybody. So, I mean, he, he was more into the hip hop world. So, I, that's where I feel Boosie coming from. You know what I'm saying? Bo- Boosie. A character, but I'll say that for but yeah. Did R. Kelly have a song with, with Boosie? He said that, he said that they did a record, but it never came out. Oh yeah, which makes <laughs> so the Boosie. He has a record with he had a record with Duval that came out last year that I love. Yeah, I seen it. I love that song. Love that song. Uh, speaking of R&B dudes, Duval, man, he's he has a run. Man. He's had a good run with R&B songs. He has. He, I stopped re- following him after uh, 
after you know the debacle with that uh 2020 debate or was it 20 yeah 20 when when was that when did that tweet come out it was 2020 right oh yeah when he when he stole our stuff and then well, we sent it he sent it to him and then yeah, asked yeah, him yeah. to post it for us but he posted like it was his own yeah I, st- I still I still get like man I, I, cause that thing went up everywhere it went up everywhere, went Peter. Up everywhere. it was on like Shade Room it was on like uh, uh, what's the other place man uh, everywhere a lot of, of hip hop a lot of like hip hop um, yeah bi- like big hip hop blogs that, was, that, that was like perfect Peter just sent it to the wrong person should have put sent it to Kevin on stage or some shit. Next time, bro. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> send it to Kevin on stage. Not, but I was looking at Boosie. Like the he liked to post ratchet stuff. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, Boosie, just give us just give us the props. Give us the props. And you know what's so funny about it? He ain't changed nothing on the video. It, the way I the way I like I put the fonts in it and everything, he mm-hmm. kept it the same. Oh my god. I just I gave this guy free material, man. Oh, dang it, mm-hmm. dang it, Boosie! Just couldn't act out of the bird. That's all you had to do: act out of the bird, repost, or something. Oh, I hate when I hate when they do that. But yeah, sh- uh, shout out to him for his R and B run. But you a hoe for that? The other thing I said, <laughs> you a hoe for that. But I like your R and B run. You make good R and B. But yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say before I wrap it up? Uh, no, no. I think that was I think that was everything. Okay, so now I can wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to everybody. Um, you know that's been following the show, um, listening to us. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, three fifteen. Mondays, uh, as far as on podcast, podcast and stream oil podcasts. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google and majority of them. And we will be on those midnight Monday. Um, remember, like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please continue to do that or please do that. Uh, share reviews on all the podcasting platforms where at, you know, let us know what you think and, uh, follow us on our social media at out of the Berg, uh, on Instagram, out of the Berg pod on Twitter. Um, my personal is at Kofi Peter on IG, the Peter is spelled P I T A and at Peter Kofi on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I said both, but yeah. And Chris, you can catch me on Twitter at BigChris underscore five seven and on IG at Everybody Loves Chris. Avery, if you remember. The answer is no. Um, I think it has something to do with oh my IG is Avery Cooper Capital K O O B A. And you can come find me at Twitter at Avery Thing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to update that. Do you remember girl? I just, that just reminded me of the Michael Jackson song. But yeah, stay black, stay woke. We love y'all. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Out of the Break podcast. We're available on all podcasting platforms, and we ask that you like, comment, share, and subscribe.
as well as hit that notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever we release a new video. And as always, we like you, we love you, but we gotta go. Bye.